الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah سبحانه وتعالى هنا معذرة All praise and thanks belong to Allah سبحانه وتعالى for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this tremendous blessing. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the favors that he has bestowed upon us. From the greatest of these favors is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided us to Islam. And that Allah ta'ala has guided us to the sunnah of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From the greatest of the blessings is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has guided us to be from those who practice their religion. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed a favor upon us that He has allowed us to live to see these days. These days in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He said about them ما من أيام العمل الصالح فيها أحب إن الله عز وجل من هذه الأيام. What translated means, and there are no days that righteous good deeds are done therein that are more beloved unto Allah عز وجل from these days. يعني أيام العشر. Meaning the ten, the ten days, meaning the first ten days of this month of Dhul Hijjah. Naam. Meaning these days that we're in right now. That there are no good deeds that are done that are more beloved unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the good deeds that are done during these days. So this is an encouragement for us to increase in doing righteous good deeds because these are Deeds that are more that are most beloved unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are deeds that are most beloved unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Sahaba upon hearing this, they asked the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. يا رسول الله ولا الجهاد في سبيل الله. They said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, not even jihad in the way of Allah. قال the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, ولا الجهاد في سبيل الله إلا رجل خرج بنفسه وماله ثم لم يرجع من ذلك بشيء. He said, except for a man who goes out with his self and he goes out with his wealth and he does not return with anything from that. Hadith Sahih, Rawahu al-Bukhari. These are also days, as it comes in another hadith, that the good that is done therein is greater in reward. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, مَا مِنْ عَمَلٍ أَسْكَى 
مَا مِنْ عَمَلٍ أَسْكَى عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَلَا أَعْظَمُ أَجْرًا مِنْ خَيْرٍ يَعْلَمُهُ فِي الْعَشْرِ الْأَضْحَى He said that there are no actions that are better with Allah and greater in reward than the good that is done in the ten of Al-Adha, eh? the first ten days of Dhul-Hijjah, these days that we are in right now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has blessed us in so many ways. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He legislates upon us those things that will benefit us, those things that are good for us. And these things in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has legislated upon us, then they are for our benefit. We benefit from them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He commands us to do righteousness. And that righteousness which we benefit from. So in these days that we should be increasing in righteousness, and increasing in that which will benefit us, bithnilahi ta'ala, we want to look at the connection between the hajj and dhikr. Between the hajj and between dhikr. Remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we may already have a background into the tremendous standing and the superiority and virtue of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, we would like to remind everyone of some aspects of this and encourage myself and then those who my voice may land upon their ears with dhikr, with remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of his noble book Allah ta'ala he says وَأَذَّنْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ and proclaim unto mankind to make hajj يَأْتُوكَ رِجَالًا وَعَلَى كُلِّ ضَامِرٍ يَأْتِينَ مِنْ كُلِّ فَجٍ عَمِيقٍ Allah Jalla wa'ala, He says what means, and they will come unto you on foot and on every lean camel, and they will come from every deep and distant wide mountain highway, meaning to perform the hajj. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He says in the next ayah, لِيَشْهَدُوا مَنَافِعَ لَهُمْ So that they may witness things that are of benefit unto them. So that they may witness things that are of benefit to them. So from this here, we see that there are many things inside of the Hajj that are benefits to us. Benefits to us in not only our deen, but also benefit to us in our worldly life as well, in our dunya as well. Allah Ta'ala, He goes on to say, وَيَذْكُرُ اسْمَ اللَّهِ فِي أَيَّامٍ مَعْلُومَاتٍ and so that Allah, so that Allah's name may be mentioned, may be remembered, na'am, in days that are ma'lumat, in days that are well known, in days that are well known, na'am, these appointed days meaning ayyamu tashriq, the days of tashriq, here in this month. Naam, here in this month of Dhul Hijjah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He also says elsewhere, and these ayat just can be found in ayat number 27 and 28 in Surah Al Hajj. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He says elsewhere in His noble book, so that bithnilahi ta'ala, we really understand the connection as we saw the dhikr mentioned naam, at this auspicious time. Allah Jalla wa'ala in Surah Al-Baqarah 
Allah Ta'ala, he says, and there is no harm upon you. And to seek bounty from your Lord. There is no harm upon you to seek bounty from your Lord. Meaning when? During the Hajj. Seeking bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning during the Hajj by trade, by trading. Naam. That those hujjaj, those who are upon the hajj, then they could involve themselves in business transactions, buying and selling. There is no harm upon that. So this is one of the worldly benefits that a person gains from the hajj. Naam, is that they're able to buy and to sell during the hajj. Naam, maybe some commodities that are particular to that land, to particular to uh, Mecca. And the like, that they will be have an opportunity to buy, so on and so forth. Now, so they benefit from this. Allah Taala He says, "فَإِذَا أَفَقْتُمْ مِنْ And once you have left Arafat, once you have left Arafat, ain't Mount Arafat, or Mount Once you have left Arafat, فَذْكُرُ and once you have left Arafat, then remember Allah, glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, salah unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Mash'alil Haram. Make dhikr unto Allah Ta'ala in those well-known places during the times of the Hajj. Remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Azza wa Jal, He goes on to say, وَذْكُرُوهُ كَمَا هَدَاكُمْ And remember Him as you have been guided to do. Remember Him as you have been guided to do. وَإِن كُنْتُمْ مِنْ قَبْرِهِ لَمِنَ الضَّالِينَ Even though before this you were Clearly astray. Even though before this you were astray. Naam. Allah Jalla wa ala, He commands us to make dhikr of Him. To remember Him. To remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By making dua unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By supplicating unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So on and so forth. Even though before this you, you used to didn't know. You were clearly astray. This is why we always say, Oh, this is from the reasons... That we always like to remind ourselves and others that of the bounty of Islam and the bounty of the Sunnah. Because how many of the, the people who are walking around the earth right now, they are unaware of this. They are astray. They are astray. They don't know about, uh, the likes of these things. They don't know in depth about the deen of Al-Islam or they, or they may not know about the deen of Al-Islam in totality. So they are not guided to know to make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are not guided to know to take advantage of these best days yeah, of the year by believing correctly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by believing correctly in His prophets, His angels, in His books, yeah, uh, in the Day of Judgment, and Qadr, Khayrihi, wa Sharri, so on and so forth. They're not guided to, to, to benefit yani, from, from this. They don't know about it. And we have to remember that there was a time that even us, we didn't know about it. Ma'am, how many of, of, of the people have either accepted Islam or they grew up uh, Muslim but they were, were not practicing and there are many things that they were not aware of. But now, alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us to become aware of these things. So this is a great ni'mah upon us. And Allah Ta'ala reminds us of this, that what that there was a time that we used to didn't know about these things. So let this be an encouragement for us to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let this invigorate us to Make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guiding us to this bounty and to ask forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those things that we do and we know that we ought not do. Sheikh Abdul Razak, in commenting yani, on these verses, 
and in those verses that are surrounding them as well, he mentions, he says, He says, pay very close attention to this tremendous advice, to this tremendous piece of guidance. Al-Azima, that is tremendous. Wal-Amr, Al-Kirim. And this noble, very generous command. This noble and very generous command. Bimalazima dhikrullah azza wa jal. To stay consistent upon remembrance of Allah azza wa jal. Fijmir maqamat al hajj. In every situation in hajj. Every station of hajj. Every action of hajj. Every part of hajj is to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. I want you to hold that in mind. Bearing now. The importance of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And then look how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made hajj obligatory upon us. A pillar from the pillars of Islam. And how inside of the hajj, at every single point of the hajj, every station of the hajj, every situation in the hajj, every rite and ritual of the hajj, is to establish the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. The Shaykh goes on to say, uh, he brings some examples. When standing at Arafah, Allah ta'ala, he, he commands with dhikr. And then mash'al, al-haram, inside of the the stations and the rituals, doing the rituals of the Hajj, Allah Ta'ala Amra Bidhikr. He commanded us with dhikr. Wa'inda Nahr al Hadi Amra Bidhikr. And when slaughtering of the Hadi, Allah Ta'ala, He commands with dhikr. Wafi ayyam al Tashriq. And in the days of Tashriq, Amra Bidhikr. Allah Ta'ala, He commands with dhikr. Fadhikr. So the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is what is required or this is the intent of these actions. This is the intent of these actions and that is to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. بَلْ إِنَّمَا لَمْ تَشْرَعْ subhanahu wa ta'ala But rather... These things were not legislated. Naam, were not legislated. Except, or we just say, وَإِنَّمَا لَمْ تُشْرَعْ إِلَّا لِإِقَامَةِ ذِكْرِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَ These things, they were not established except to establish, they, they were not legislated except to establish the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were established to, or they were uh, legislated to establish the remembrance of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, we see this inside of the hadith as it comes in the sunan of Imam Abu Dawood. And also, it comes in a tirmidhi. And the hadith is hadithun hasanun sahih. Where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, إِنَّمَا جُعِلَ الطَّوَافِ بِالْبَيْتِ وَالسَّعِي بَيْنَ الصَّفَى وَالْمَرْوَةِ وَرَمْيُ الْجْمَارِ لِإِقَامَةِ الذِّكْرِ لَا they said that verily the making tawaf around the house and going back and forth between Safa and Marwa and the stoning of the yani, the uh, the Jamarat, all of this was done and made as such so as to establish the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. So as to establish the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. Naam. Likewise, we find from the great actions and great deeds in the deen of Al-Islam and that which has been legislated upon us, that they also have been established or also have been legislated, excuse me, so as to establish the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another example of this, Allah ta'ala, he says, وَأَقِمُ الصَّلَاةِ and establish the prayer in order to remember me. And establish the prayer in order to remember me. Eight, to establish the dhikr 
of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I want you again just to step back and to reflect. Look at the great deed. Huh? And how that great deed is a pillar of Al-Islam. The Salah. And how it was legislated upon us so that we may establish the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the Hajj. The great deed of the Hajj. And the Hajj is a pillar from the pillars of Islam. And at the Hajj was legislated so as to establish the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When one reflects upon that, then perhaps, perhaps, they will better understand the importance of dhikr. They will better understand the importance of dhikr. Perhaps, perhaps, they will see the tremendous virtue of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I want us all to really reflect upon this. And I want us all, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, to increase in making dhikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to increase in remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, of course, what would enter into that and what comes to an individual's mind, first and foremost, or usually, when one mentions dhikr, is to make tasbih of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, tahreel, takbir, so on and so forth. Naam is for a person to say, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Naam, and naam, this is what is meant, and this is what enters into that, and this is what, uh, yani, is intended. Yes, this is what is intended, no doubt. No doubt. To increase in saying, subhanallah. Increase in saying, la ilaha illallah. Increase in saying, Allahu Akbar. Increase in saying, alhamdulillah. Increase in making dhikr. Increase in supplicating unto Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, what may come to one's mind is to increase, or we should say, to be steadfast in making the dhikr at the two ends of the day. Naam, steadfast and making the dhikr at the two ends of the day. And naam, this enters into that as well. Also may come to a person's mind to increase in making the dua, the adhkar, naam, the supplications that, are, that have been legislated um, during the different occurrences. Naam, during the different occurrences as comes in the day. Huh? The dua uh, before eating. Naam, the dua after completing eating, the dua when one wakes up, the dua after the wudu, uh, yani saying the tasmiya, but before the wudu, uh, yani saying bismillah, before making wudu, so on and so forth, yani from the different adhkar uh, that surround those things that we do in a day, to remember them and to be steadfast upon them, okay? So this is an encouragement for myself and for those who my voice may land upon their ears to Learn these adhkar. Learn these adhkar. Because they are very important. They're extremely important. So we should, we should know them. Naam. And to practice them and to implement them. And every time there is an occasion that we can make dua, to make dua, to supplicate unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to strive to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. These things are things that may come to mind or generally come to mind when a person, they hear about dhikr, making dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there's also some other things that I would like to draw our attention to. Bithnilahi ta'ala. Naam. There are also some other things I'd like to draw our attention to. We may have already seen the connection in those ayat that were aforementioned. We may have already seen the connection inside of those ayat. I'll give you another ayah, bithnilahi ta'ala, and I want the listener to try to catch the connection on what are some other occasions or in, in, in what other things can we be remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and should we increase in remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, he says inside of his noble book, Ya ayyuhaladina amanu, idha nudiya salati min yawmi juma'a, fas'au li dhikri Allah, aw fas'au ila dhikri Allah, naam. 
and when the call is made for salah on the day of Jumu'ah, on the day of Jumu'ah, نعم يا أيها الذين آمنوا إذا نودي للصلاة من يوم الجمعة فسعوا إلى ذكر الله. Oh, you who believe, when the call is made for salah on the day of Jumu'ah, then hasten to the remembrance of Allah. Hasten to the remembrance of Allah. In the salah, hasten to the salah, hasten to Jumu'ah. Listen to the khutbah. Why? Because in that is the what is the remembrance of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Sheikh Abdul Razak, and I want you to con- contemplate upon this and as relates to all good deeds. Is that dhikrullah ruhuha. That the dhikr of Allah, it is, yani, for lack of a better term, or to the way that Sheikh is putting it, it is the, the soul of the good deed. Is, is the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Walubuha. وَحَقِيقَتُهَا and the the uh what do you say like 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 the source of it or the center of it, right? The reality of it is what is 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 to remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Is to remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and this is in every good deed that we do. To remember is it is it has been it has been established or it has been legislated so as to establish the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is in every, every good deed, fi jamir al-ibadat, in all of the righteousness, is to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what I, yani, in addition, we should say, in addition to what was aforementioned for remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is what I want to mention, and this is what I want to stress. And that is, Remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when performing righteous good deeds. I want us, bidnilahi ta'ala, in these days, these best days of the year, where the deeds that are done and doing these days are more beloved unto Allah, where the deeds that are done during these days are, are better with Allah, where the deeds done during these days have a greater reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then I want us to capitalize, right? I want us to capitalize and to make sure we are doing the deeds upon the the, the, the the finest of ways in which we can do the deeds. Okay? And 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 from this, there comes a hadith that, that has been collected by Imam Ahmed uh, and others. Now, there comes a hadith that's been collected by Imam Ahmed and others. Uh, where the a man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then a man asked the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. فقال, he said, "أي المجاهدين أعظم أجرا يا رسول الله." He said, "Which of those who make jihad, which mujahid gets the greatest reward, O Messenger of Allah?" قال صلى الله عليه وسلم. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, "أكثرهم لله أكثرهم لله تعالى ذكرا." The one who remembers Allah the most. The one who remembers Allah the most. So, the mujahid, that is that, that has the greatest reward, he's already doing a deed that is great. Okay? But he gets rewarded the greatest. The greatest is who? Is the one who remembers Allah the most. So what amplifies and uh, 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 the reward of that deed is what? Is that individual remembering of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to put it in another way, the more you remember Allah, the more reward you get for the deed. Right? Now I want you to take that concept. The more you remember Allah, the more you get rewarded for the deed. And I want you to keep that in mind when talking about doing deeds during these days. The best days of the year where the deeds are more beloved to Allah. Where the deeds get a greater reward. So if, you re- if we really want to capitalize and get the most, right, then we have to strive to remember Allah more when we're doing the righteous good deeds in general, but especially during these days. So let us start from right now to strive to remember Allah Ta'ala more when we perform the righteous good deeds. The question that he goes on and he says, he said, in which from those who fast get it, uh, have the greatest reward? Which of the fasters 
Yeah, those who fast have the greatest reward. Now, during these days, there are many of us who are fasting. Now, many from amongst us who are fasting. So, which which of those who are fasting is going to get the greatest reward? The Prophet ﷺ, ﷺ, the one who remembers Allah the most. The one who is remembers Allah the most. Okay? So if we want to capitalize and really, really benefit from our fast and get a greater reward, then that will be contingent upon the amount that we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Then he mentioned to him Then he mentioned the salah and he mentioned the zakah, he mentioned the hajj, he mentioned sadaq, and he mentioned sadaqah. All, all of these things then which he mentioned, uh Rasulullah with each of these things, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, The one who remembers Allah the most. The one who remembers Allah the most. Naam. So upon this, قال Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So Abu Bakr upon hearing this, he said to Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, ذَهَبَ الذَّاكِرُونَ بِكُلِّ خَيْرٍ He said that, those who remember Allah, yeah, meaning those who remember Allah much, they have taken all of the good. Huh? They have taken all of the good. So the Messenger of Allah, he said in response to this, to the statement of Abu Bakr, he says, most definitely, most definitely, yes, that they have, they have gone with the good. <laughs> now, now, um, this hadith, as the ulama they say, is a hadith that is salih, hujiyah. It is, it is, it is good to use as a proof and evidence. Now, it's good to use as a proof and evidence. Although there are some problems inside of the, uh, uh, of the chain, but it is still good to use as evidence because you have other hadith, you have other narrations that come and they support the meaning that is contained inside of this narration. Now, and they support the meaning. That is contained inside of this narration. From them is that uh, an individual, a man, had asked the Prophet ﷺ, Ya Rasulullah, which hajj has the most reward? Which person who makes the hajj which pilgrim a'zam ajran gets the greatest reward the one of them who remembers Allah the most then he asks and which of those who pray gets the greater reward so the prophet he said the one who remembers Allah the most. He said, And which of those who fast gets the greatest reward? The Prophet said, Those who are amongst them who remember Allah the most. And he said, The end of the hadith. So we see it comes and it bears the same meaning. It comes and it bears the same meaning. You also have other. Um, narrations that come as supporting evidences for the meaning that was contained inside of this of the, the, the first mention uh, hadith uh, Imam Ibn Qayyim rahimullah ta'ala he brings them uh, where and the Nabi sallallahu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he was asked ayyu ahlil masjid khayr which person of the masjid is better. Meaning, which of those who pray, ma'am, is better. Faqala, the Prophet, he said, and I'm pausing, because perhaps a person may already know the answer. Right? They heard it already over and over and over again. So that would be, 
Naam, aktharuhum lillah dhikran. The one who, the one of them who remembers Allah the most. Yani the one of them who remembers Allah Azza wa Jal the most. Waqila, ayu ahlil janaiza. Khair. And it's at the end of the hadith. Naam. Again, coming with the same, the same meaning. Coming with the same meaning. That the more you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a deed that you do, then the greater you will be rewarded for that deed. The greater you will be rewarded for that deed. So it is incumbent and it is a must that when we're doing our righteousness that we truly strive to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we truly strive to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to not let our minds wander. When one looks at the salah, right? And the salah, you know, it takes some minutes, correct? During the salah, the person he will find, even with it taking just some minutes of time, their mind may wander in the salah. They may think about this and think about that and, you know, so on and so forth. The evil of themselves, the shaitan whispering to them, so on and so forth. Their mind, it wanders. So they're supposed to be praying and they're thinking about what they got to do after the salah. They're supposed to be praying and they're thinking about something that they said to somebody early in the day. Supposed to be praying and thinking about where did I leave my phone? Where did I leave my keys? Did I, did I do this? Did I do that? So on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Allah. The point is, is that we know we should be striving inside of Salah to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be mindful of what we're saying, mindful of what we're doing. Now, remember yani, who you're standing in front of. So on and so forth. We should be remembering to have khushu'ah inside of our Salah. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we're praying. So we know we have to, this is something we have to put effort into. Something that we have to strive to do. So now, what about those deeds that take longer? For example, uh, fasting. Naam, fasting. Fasting takes hours. So of course, during the duration of fasting, we have to strive and keep reminding ourselves to what? To make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Reading the Quran. To reflect, to con- to contemplate, to ponder upon what we are reciting, to what remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, to remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, because this is the purpose here, right? Is to remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. This is what's going to bring benefit unto us, bismillahi taala. Imam Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah taala, in commenting upon this concept, he said, "Inna afdal ahlil kulli amal." أكثرهم فيه ذكرا لله عز وجل. He said that the best of the people who do each action are those who remember Allah عز وجل the most. نعم. Those who remember Allah عز وجل the most. نعم. So it is incumbent. It is incumbent that we strive to remember Allah سبحانه وتعالى tremendously. So that bithnilahi ta'ala, we can truly benefit, truly benefit from the righteous good deeds. And this is something that is important because in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not, it's not just something that will benefit us in the hereafter. Naam. And, 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 and I want everyone to really, uh, Pay attention to this, right? Remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, na'am, bila shak wa bila right. It benefits us in the hereafter. And above all, this is what we want. This is what we need to benefit in the next world. No doubt. No doubt, right? But as we know, an individual who does not benefit in this world is not going to benefit in the next world. Meaning that what? If a person is not upon khair here in the dunya, then he's not going to be upon khair in the akhirah. If he's not upon good here in the dunya, he's not going to be upon good in, in the next life. The situation is not going to be good. It's going to be bad for him. Okay? When an individual establishes good in this life, in preparation for the hereafter, I want you, I want you to understand what I'm saying. When a person establishes good here in this life, because he or she is preparing for the hereafter, because they want to meet Allah and Allah is pleased with them. They're getting ready for that. By default, their worldly affair will become enriched by default. 
You're trying to get to the hereafter in the best manner. Then what are you going to find? Is that your dunya is going to fall into place. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay? And this is from the benefits. That when a person strives for the hereafter, they get the dunya even though they wasn't even looking for it. Right? They get the dunya even though they wasn't even looking for it. You see what I'm saying? But when people do things chasing after the dunya, then we all know how that ends. Right? It's like a dog chasing the tail. You never become satiated. They will never be able to attain satisfaction. And then at the end of it, they're just going to be losers because they're not going to have nothing. They're not going to have nothing. So again, perhaps this will remind someone, maybe, Alhamdulillah, All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. The remembrance of Allah, Ya Ibad, is so important for our hereafter and for our dunya. It is important for our hearts. It is important for our sanity. Naam. Remembering Allah is important for the sanity. You understand? Allah Ta'ala, He says inside of His noble book, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا تَطْمَئِنُّوا قُلُوبُهُمْ now, Allah Ta'ala says what means. And those who believe, and those who believe, and whose hearts, and whose hearts find rest in the remembrance of Allah. Those who believe and their hearts find rest, find peace, find tranquility. Where? In the dhikr, in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, he says, أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ Allah ta'ala, he says what it means. And verily, in the remembrance of Allah, do the hearts find rest. And verily, in the remembrance of Allah, do the hearts find rest. I want you to, I want you to contemplate on that, right? Because there's no one from amongst us except that you have your good days and then you have your bad days. You have times when you're happy and you have times when you're sad. Right? You have times when you're overjoyed, have times when not so much. But one thing that is consistent, no matter what day it is, whether it's a good day or a bad day, happy day, sad day, whatever the case, yeah, healthy to, healthy on this day, sick on this day. What is a consistent and a constant is that we have to make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You understand? Because of salah, which was legislated so as to establish Allah's remembrance, this is what? Every day. Good day, bad day, happy day, sad day. Be praying, bidnilahi ta'ala, ma'am. Being grateful unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon good times. This is a must. Being patient upon hardships. This is a must. But in all of that, the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a constant. Now, for the believer, how beautiful is this? Because whatever may be troubling an individual, whatever may be troubling the heart, then they will find what? They will find rest for their heart inside of the, the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is something that is tremendously important because see the shaytan from his tricks is he will try to get you to find peace and rest and you can't see it, but yeah, they make it air quotes because it's, it's not a real peace and rest, quote unquote peace and rest, right? And other than Allah's remembrance. Okay? So for example, people get sad, people get sad, they get, they get, they get depressed, and then they, they take to listening to music because the shaitan tells them, listen to this song and it'll help you get through this. And you even have individuals and they're misguidance and, they're, and, and that, and they'll say this. This song held me down through whatever situation. But when one reflects back and he really looks at that situation, he realized, no, really, not, not really. 
You think it did, but it really didn't. Shape on trick you. Because what happened? You listen to a, uh, you listen to a sad song. You sad. You listen to a sad song. What happened? You still, you make you feel sadder. You, you, you feel just as sad. You don't walk away from that feeling better. You feel just as sad. Or as a matter of fact, you feel worse. You, you understand what I'm saying? Right? Uh, I'll give you another example of a trick of Shaitan. A person is going through this type of stuff. So Shaitan, he said, go to intoxicants. Drink liquor. Right? Drink liquor. You know, they have different type of categorizations of uh, controlled substances. You know, haram stuff. Okay? Uh, and, 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 you know, they do it based upon the effects that it has upon a person. Liquor is classified as a depressant. As a depressant. So you, you see the absurdity? You see how Shaitan plays with the people? You depressed, so they look for a cure for depression in a depressant. You see the absurdity of this? So they become what? More depressed. They become even worse. And so on and so forth. Now, so, Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guidance to Islam, for guidance to the Sunnah. Allah Ta'ala has saved us from these pitfalls and traps of the Shaytan. But we have to remember, though, we have to remember that the Shaytan, he has many tricks. He has many tricks. So it is incumbent and it is a must that we watch out for the tricks of Shaytan. Because he may not get you with the alcohol. He may not get you with the music. Right? But Shaytan may come and say, oh, you feeling sad right now? Go watch this movie. Go, go, go watch this show. You understand what I'm saying? But that's not going to be, that's not the cure. That's not the cure to what you're going through. But you know what that is? What? That's, that's helping the disease. That's helping you be more sad. That's not helping in any way. But in fact, you're hurting yourself. So this is not what you want to do. But you want to turn to the dhikr of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Likewise, if a person is feeling any trouble with his heart, hard, hardness of heart, and so on and so forth, then we have to know that inside of the dhikr of Allah is a cure for the hearts, is a cure for the hearts. Uh, Sheikh Abdul Razak, Sheikh Abdul Razak, bin Sheikh Abdul Muhsin al-Badr, al-Abad, al-Abad al-Badr, he mentions, he says, yani huwa shafa' meaning the dhikr of Allah, huwa shifa' lil-qalb, that the dhikr of Allah is the heal, the healing, yani the, the medicine for the heart. Wa-dawa' it is the it is the the medicine for that which ails it, makes it sick. Naam. And it is that and it makes the hardness of the heart go away. It makes the hardness of the heart disappear. Is what the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You understand? A man came to Hassan al-Basri. A man he came to Hassan al-Basri, rahimullah ta'ala, and he and, and he said Ya Aba Sa'id, Ashku ilayka qaswatu qalbi. He said, Ya Aba Sa'id, he said, I'm complaining to you about the hardness of my heart. I'm complaining to you about the hardness of my heart. Faqala Imam Hassan al-Basri, rahmatullah alayhi, he said unto him, Adhibhu bidhikr. Right? He said, slaughter it. And get it to go away by what? By making dhikr. By making dhikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, get it to go away by making dhikr unto Allah azza wa jal. Now, get it to go away by making dhikr unto Allah azza wa jal. For dhikr Allah, the remembrance of Allah, it will make difficult situations easy. It will make hard times and hard occurrences easy. When a person takes to remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when they're going through a bad situation, when they're going through difficulties, trials and tribulations, then the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it'll make it easy for that person. It'll make it easier. It'll, it'll send away whatever is ailing them. And that's going to be their way out. And that's going to be a vital component in the equation of their success and escape from that situation is by being steadfast on the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, beseeching Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, staying steadfast upon that which Allah ta'ala has obligated upon us, remembering him much and making jihad against ourselves to remember him much while performing this righteousness in which Allah ta'ala 
he has uh, made binding upon us. This is how we're going to find our way out. This is how we're going to find a success and get over that sadness and that depression and that uh, to the end of it. Uh, from 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 the difficulties and that which may plague the breast is by the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. This is just some small reminder that I wanted to remind myself and all of you with reflecting over the connection of the hajj and of the dhikr. Reminding us of the importance of dhikr inside of our lives and how we have to strive to make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially in these days and times where we find ourselves preoccupied with things that are of very little benefit to us or of no benefit to us or things that actually harm us as it comes in social media and people are being attached to their phones and so on and so forth and it takes them away from remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So be mindful, be mindful, take advantage of your life because you're not, you have not been given an indefinite time frame to be here upon this planet. But one day is going to be your last day. One breath will be your last breath. One beat of your heart will be the last of the beats, so on and so forth. So capitalize before such a time it reaches you, before such a time it comes. Because as we know, death, it comes all of a sudden. It comes out of nowhere. We know what's coming. Meaning we know what's coming that day and then it got us, so on and so forth. So let us capitalize over our time and let us not waste it as if we have an unlimited amount of minutes to be here to get it right. We don't. We don't. So let us take advantage and let us strive to utilize our life to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by doing that which he has commanded us to do and by staying away from that which he has commanded us to stay away from from being steadfast and diligent in following his Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is just some of the things I wanted to remind myself with and then those who my voice it reaches them. Fa sallallahu ta'ala an yuwafiqni wa iyyakum lima yuhibbuhu wa yarda fa naktafi bihada al-qadar wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa jazakumullahu khayra